you before the bid. Your connection to some of the world's best livestock sales. Stay tuned as your host, Andy Howe, takes you coast to coast, stopping along the way to talk with producers about their operation, their livestock, and of course, their upcoming sales. Let's get to it. Welcome, livestock friends, to this Before the Bid podcast. And on this one, we have a return guest, a guy that I have talked to a few times here and just really enjoy talking to this guy. And we are going out to Chrisman, Illinois, and a guy that has been at this operation for 10 years. So I want to congratulate him on that. We were just talking, and he said, I can't believe it's been 10 years. And uh, he has done a great job with this herd and uh, helping this family get this herd going and keep it going. And so I uh, want to congratulate him on that. We have returning with us here on this podcast, we have Adam Harms from Lorenzen Farms. And uh, Adam, want to welcome you back to the podcast. And man, uh, looking forward to a great conversation here. Looking forward to it, Andy. Been looking forward to it. Loved doing it last year and uh, looking forward to it again. Well, we appreciate that. And we better, we better just throw this out real quick. Okay. You've got the two boys already. Yeah. And, and you've got a big announcement here. Uh, that that's coming up here in January. Yep, we got uh we got number three on the way. Of course, perfect timing as always. Uh, you would think a cowman would know his breeding calendar better, <laughs> but uh, she's uh the official due date is January one, and of course uh, that's right Oak City time, ready to head to Cattlemen's Congress. So uh, time that one out real good. We're uh, we're hoping. Uh, I'm an easy caver like before. The first two were uh, three weeks early, so I'm shooting for uh, three weeks early on this one. I am already had a conversation with that doc and be like, come about December 20th. We need to go ahead and get this one out and get this done. This is, uh, yeah, about the 29th or 30th of December is when we'll be loading up trailers and taking a, oh, we've got a couple more pin, pin prospects of probably a couple pins and anywhere from probably – six to ten head loading up and heading to Oklahoma City so uh so yeah great timing on my part <laughs> <laughs> well hopefully those low birth uh genetics come through and uh yep, and this yep. one comes a little bit early do you know what it's going to be nope nope it's going to be a surprise so awesome. the first one Chisholm was a surprise and then uh Colt the our middle boy he uh I, uh, I, I happened to catch that ultrasound and was like, yep, I saw that one. There was no hiding that. So we knew he was going to be a boy, but so far we, uh, we even had the ultrasound and, uh, I, I was a good guy and didn't pay too close attention. So I'm, we're going to be surprised on this one. Oh, so good. I think, uh, between my wife and all her friends, everybody tells us it's going to be, it's got to be a girl, but, right. uh, I think I'd be scared to death with a little daughter, so I'm not sure what what to think of that, but we'll see. <laughs> well, she ought to be well protected from. Her, from yeah, her boys, exactly, right? exactly. She will. <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you firsthand. Little little girls are special, so uh, yep, yep. Uh, just enjoy that. So that's awesome. You want to tell us just a little bit about Rachel and and the boys? Yep, the, it's been busy around here. The boys both started school just a couple weeks ago. Chisholm's in uh, kindergarten, and Coltman is in preschool. So uh, that's keeping Rachel busy running them back and forth because, of course, Colt only goes half days. So mm-hmm. poor Rachel has to make about three trips to town a day to drop right. off and pick up from school. And uh, 
but uh, it's uh, it's been going good, going good. Rach is doing good and staying busy this time of year. Yeah, it sounds like those boys are busy right now. <laughs> yep, yep, wanting Paw Patrol on the TV, it sounds like. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Hey, if you would, uh, again, if if they didn't listen to last year's podcast and and they hear this one, tell us a little bit about Steve Lorenzen. Tell us about the farm uh, and, and the operation that you guys have going on over there in Christman, Illinois. Yeah, like you said, I've uh, been here 10 years at Lorenzen Farms. Steve and family have been in operation since the late 40s. Steve's dad and uncle would have started it right when they came back from the service. We've uh, worked our way up to, we're running... Oh, good grief. Around 300 head of mama cows. They're farming roughly 6,000 acres of row crop. Uh, Tracy Lorenzen, uh, Steve's cousin, runs uh, 150 head of purebred York sows. So he's uh, doing the hog deal still and had another uh, had another kind of banner year. Um, last year he sold that high dollar gilt and this year they were privileged enough to they raise bread and sold the grand champion barrow at World Pork Expo this summer. That's so, awesome. uh Tracy's kind of been on a roll the last couple of years and had some real good sales again. And so, yeah, they've uh, been going good with all that. And um, like I said, the farming operation's going good. They were happy to get some rain finally. June kind of about burned us up around here. But yeah. towards the end of first middle part of July, we finally caught a couple of rains. And like Steve said, that one rain, I swear you could have watched the corn tassel as the rain was falling. Oh, wow. And Steve said, have you ever seen a million dollar rain? And he's like, you just witnessed one. Cause that, uh, that definitely saved us. Cause we were, uh, it was starting to look kind of dreary around here and everybody right. was kind of getting grumpy until, <laughs> until we started catching some rains. But, uh, but nope, it's, uh, they're doing good. Heck, Steve's doing good, and all all the family's doing good. And it and it looks like uh, from the opening remarks here in the catalog that uh, Steve's kind of let you guys kind of take a little more of the reins. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Steve's uh Steve's he's got two grandsons, Logan and Connor, that are brothers that have really uh, stepped it up the last year. Logan will be a he's a sophomore down at Lakeland, and. Uh, his little brother Connor turned 16 and finally got some wheels. So Connor has been uh, been stepping it up big time all summer. And since Logan went off to school, heck, Connor's here right after he gets done with school with classes in town at high school. And um, just those two have both stepped it up big time. And yeah, Steve just kind of is let loose of the reins a little bit more. He definitely keeps a watchful eye over us, but. Uh, <laughs> make sure we don't do anything too crazy but uh no he's uh it's been going real good logan and connor are like brothers to me and uncles to my two boys and yeah it's been a it's been a real fun summer with them and all the shows we went to and looking forward to the future with those guys and you guys have uh, gotten along at, at some of the shows here this summer mm-hmm. and, and Captain yeah. congress last last winter Yep, yep. We took uh, another pen of heifers down there and got along real good. They were a real popular pen. And then, uh, oh, last summer we had a big bull that did really good, and his full sister was uh, was Logan's big senior yearling this year. And that kind of started out down at Cattlemen's Congress. She was second in class, and then all summer long she uh, got a piece of every division she was in. Um, wow and ended up getting winning that division at Illinois State Fair and uh she's 
she's finally retired out and she's uh do i bet she's probably gonna pop here within the next couple days she's uh <laughs> she's getting real close to cabin and we're super excited about what she's gonna what she's gonna lay down and have and the future that she's gonna have in our in our operation oh that's great and you talked earlier you've you guys have usually always had a bull in that grand drive and and this year you mm -hmm. finally got got through and got the heifer in there as well yeah 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 it was exciting it's been a it's been a long time that heifer show at illinois just keeps getting tougher but yeah to to have a heifer in that championship drive and uh especially a senior yearling i'm a i eat up those senior yearlings there's uh you know you see all these good good fall babies and heck a fall calf won the whole show this year at mm -hmm. state fair and uh i just i like them senior yearlings and the, the challenges of managing them and getting them back the next year and that's kind of that's kind of our bread and butter that's what we like so right. i like that challenge oh that's cool and you, you still have a full show barn as we talked last time sure did we drug seven head all the way to louisville for junior nationals and uh yep we've already got most of our oklahoma city prospects weaned and so on top of having i think there's 16 some calves in the sale we got another about eight or ten in the barn that are starting to get worked on for uh for oklahoma city coming up and you talk about the sale coming up you do have the striving for integrity sale coming up here on september the 10th and that's going to be at noon there at the farm uh, as they mm -hmm. have been for years like we talked last year since like 1968 you guys have been having sales there steve's been doing it a long time and yeah we uh we're excited about this set again and uh, to just keep it going. Yeah, and, and I flipped through the catalog. You sent me that link, and, uh, man, I'm I'm excited to get into these cattle and talk about them because uh, just what a set of cattle. And I, I do have to harass you a little bit, though, because last year, you know, uh, I'm, I'm not – uh, real knowledgeable on the Herefords, of course, but uh, I know a little about the Angus, and you know I was real excited when you guys had the Angus in there last year, and we got to talk the Angus cattle, and man, we don't get to talk any Angus cattle this time. And it's probably a very poor marketing decision on my part. We didn't have near as we, you know, I think we had what half a dozen or eight mm -hmm. Angus lots last year, and mm -hmm. they actually out averaged our Hereford lots by a fair amount on a couple of those. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but no, we uh, we bought that bull from Joel York that we talked about last sure. year, and we had a heck of a set of daughters out of him. And uh, I'm I'm being kind of stingy. I I ain't gonna get rid of those. I'm gonna kind of mm -hmm. use those to keep building on our Angus herd. So we uh, we uh, decided to take a year off of putting some Angus in it and uh, just working on rebuilding that Angus herd a little bit more. And there'll be more of them to come in the future, though. And I think we talked last year about trying to, to build on this Hereford uh, operation a little bit and the Hereford side of things. And, and so now you're mm -hmm. going to take just a little bit of a break and, and come back with a vengeance with these heifers. That's our plan. You got to feel good when you go and, and get one of those and bring him home and he does what he's supposed to do. and yeah and we and we got dang lucky too i think uh oh out of all the calves we had out of that bull from joel i think we were like 80 percent heifer calves and oh, then wow. we got a heck of a set of fall calvers that are fixing here in the next couple of weeks to start calving out of him all out of him so yeah we put we put that bull to work he did he he covered a lot of stuff last year but uh he looks good and we're really excited to watch them calves grow and uh 
maybe I'll maybe I'll part with a couple of them next year. Some bread heifers. We'll see. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, we had we had Joel on this spring talking about his bull sales. So, uh, yep. got to, they can go back and listen to that as well. But uh, that's great that that what you what you did and what you worked for came out and and you're really happy with it. Mm-hmm. We do have 40 head uh, of Herefords, and you guys have some guest consigners come in as you always do, and and you have a few new ones this time. We've been trying to stick true to selling every five-year-old Hereford cow on the place. And uh, earlier this spring, I was going through the cabin books and everything. And I was like, dang, we just don't have near as many. Well, then I looked back to my 2017 cabin book, and we were 72% bulls that year. So it's not that we uh, got rid of them all already. We just didn't have that many to start out with. So to get up to our numbers, we we brought in a couple – couple old consigners and a couple new ones we've got uh got the edinburgh family again with a brought us two really really nice bread heifers and my buddy keaton dobbs brought two awesome cows right out of the top of his herd um both donor quality that are just exceptional females that uh i know it's kind of stinging him a little bit to see them go but those are two really good ones and then uh crutzer livestock craig crutzer and family um they brought a really nice set of really really nice set of cows and a really elite kind of donor that uh that they're selling and then uh nature's acres the vandevere family has been longtime friends and customers of ours and they uh they just have a really good program they've they actually bought that bull that we showed last year so he's down at their place and they bought several other bulls from us and so i think all the calves that all the cows they brought they bought a set of bread heifers and another cow they're all sired by a bull that they bought from us and just a really good family and down to earth and just a really good set of big stout bread heifers and then uh, adam swigert he uh takes all of our pictures and stuff and when we were a little bit shy on numbers i asked him if he had something he'd like to throw in and so he threw in a couple a couple really nice heifer calves and then a few really good cow calf pairs good so we're gonna bring all those guys in and and mm-hmm. give give a little bit of variety uh yeah. as well yeah sometimes we got to have some of those helps man 73 percent bulls is that what you yeah. said yeah that, it was it was a oh. lot like i was like and but for how many bulls we had in 2017, next year will be a big sale. I think I've got 50 some 2018 model cows running around. So next year will be a big one. We like sticking true to that, just selling every five year old. And uh, so, but next year, next year will be a big one. Oh wow! <laughs> so there's there's going to be a lot of them next year. Yeah. <laughs> It had to have been one of those years that you're like, I don't even want to go see what that one is. If it, yeah. you know when you're when you're trying to get these heifers. Uh huh. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. There's next year is gonna see how good at getting stuff put together I am because there's gonna be a lot of them. You guys also uh, you've got the online bidding, live auctions coming in. Brooklyn's coming mm-hmm. back. Yep. Yep. Brooklyn will be back, and uh, so she can handle all your bidding online, and then we've got kind of the same. Uh, group of uh sale consultants got swigert and jeremy stone and Dwayne stevens and Dwayne flathers and several of those guys have already been here and been through the cattle and uh, a couple i think Dwayne stevens is coming up this next week early to go through them so anybody has any questions they can sure give me a call but also don't be afraid to give those guys a call they've uh, all been through them and, and have seen them laid eyes on them so they'll uh give you a good honest opinion Got to spend a little time with Dwayne this summer. Uh, 
we went to junior nationals and stayed together out there. So okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So and then we're yep. going going to work at a sale here in October together. Yeah. So and Dwayne bought one for us or, or called me and said, "Here's what she is," and she's turned out really, really well. So yeah, guys, awesome. call call Dwayne and and he's going to tell you not not that the other guys won't, but Dwayne's going to tell you mm-hmm. what he thinks of them. Dwayne's a good guy. I mean, Dwayne, I was the the honorary college kid and spent a lot of time at Dwayne's place and oh yeah he, yeah <laughs> yeah he was uh which I don't that might be why I'm still honoring sometimes because he probably wasn't wasn't necessarily the best influence you could ask for a college kid but he, he did all right <laughs> absolutely I was gonna go there but I'm glad you did. I'm glad you went there so yep, yep. yeah got got Cody back he's gonna sell the deal Yep, yep. Louderman, Cody Louderman is going to sell the deal. And then we've got uh, Noah Benedict is a great, young, good family friend of Steve's and family, a kind of a local local kid that uh, was on the National Junior Association. He was just the past chairman of that, and he got hired. We're sorry to see John Mintz go. He was our field representative, but after a long time of being there, um, Noah take, took his place, and he's, Noah's just – as good of a young man as you could imagine to be in that position. So we're real excited to have him there. And then uh, even though we're not selling any blacks, Casey Gents is still – he. It, it, I was I was almost shocked when he offered it up, but I said, well, heck, yeah, we'll take you as a ring man. So Casey Gents will be here. And then, of course, Cody Crum with Livestock Plus. So, yeah, we got a good, good sale crew again. I was going to harass you about that too, boy. It- I think it'd take a lot to get Casey there when you're not going to be selling any Angus. Yeah, it, it happens to work in my favor that, see, him and Louderman got a buzz out of my sale and they go up to Riley Brothers All right. that same evening. So he's got to kind of catch up with Cody anyway, so it worked out pretty good. <laughs> got the sale again Saturday, uh, September the 10th. The guys are going to have cattle on display from 8 o'clock to 11 o'clock. And uh, have a big lunch there at 11 o'clock. We didn't get to make it last year, but uh sounded like it was going to be a great lunch there. Yeah, yeah. That lunch, Spittlers, they do an unbelievable job. That's the – apparently I either I either have more people show up or the people that show up eat just everything we got because, heck, I think we had maybe like a pound or two of meat left after last year's deal. They're a top-notch outfit, and that is some good, good food that they'll have. Right. Probably, probably ordered a little more for this year. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So, Adam, where can we find uh, some information? If they want to pause this just a second, go look for this to go through the catalog. If they're not watching this podcast video, where can they find some of this information and find the catalog? Yeah, yeah. So they can go to the American Hereford Association website, and there's actually a new tab right kind of in the top left-hand corner that says sale catalogs. And if they scroll down to the date, September 10th, the link to the catalog is right there. You can also go to Lorenzen Farms on Facebook, and we've got the catalog link there. I've got most of the videos back, and I'll be putting a link of the videos that we have done up. We're finishing up videos on all these calves this Thursday. So uh, Bailey Edinburgh gets them all edited for us, so I'm sure we'll have them probably by by the weekend, if for sure, by the first of next week. So we'll have all the videos up for sure by Labor Day, and so anybody can take a look at those. So. Right. Yeah, I was going to say by, by Labor Day, those will be up. Mm-hmm. So if listening after that, why... Uh, you can check that out or check them out on the podcast video as well because we're going to have them up there for you on that. 
so they can they can go find that information there and follow through on the catalog or just send you a text and you can text them that link to the catalog yep yep exactly yeah shoot me a text or an email and i can text the catalog right to you adam you ready to get into these guys yeah yeah you know i gotta i gotta tell you and and tell everybody else we opened the catalog last year and the bull was on the front and i turned this one open and i actually out loud said wow (laughs) wow what do we got here yeah, yeah. Lot one is truly a pretty special female, and she's special in a couple ways. She's a first of a couple things. So that bull that was featured last year, the 182F bull, um, this heifer calf's dam is the first 182F daughter that we calved out. And then on top of that, she was the first calf out of our newest herd sire that we purchased from Coyote Ridge, the homegrown 057 bull. When that one hit the ground, I called Steve and said, if they're all like this, both sides, if all the 182F daughters turn out like this and all the calves out of Hampton turn out like this, we're going to be sitting pretty. And for the most part, that's that's how it's worked out. That first set of 182F daughters has been just unbelievable. Calved all them out. And then uh, the calves out of that homegrown bull are just really good too. So she's pretty special. Just phenotypically, you couldn't ask for one better. I mean, she's so sleek and elegant fronted, but then just so massive and powerful. She's big topped and big hipped and just perfect feet under her too. She's great structured. She's puppy dog broke. We've taken her to a couple shows. We had her on display at Illinois State Fair. My boy Chisholm is not going to be very happy after she leaves. He has kind of taken claim to that one. I think he might even be more upset than Connor. She's actually, she would be a bred known heifer for Steve's grandson, Connor. And it definitely has taken some convincing to let Connor know that, yeah, we, we got to sell some good ones too every now and then. Right. So, uh, right. But that one is just pretty elite in our opinion, just the way she puts kind of everything together. That two-year-old her mother is pictured there as a two-year-old that was about 30 days after she had calved and uh that's as good of a two-year-old as we've ever had around this place we actually sold a flush on her mother in our online bull sale we did this past spring and she sold a flush as a two-year-old for five thousand dollars oh wow so yeah that's a pretty special one and then she goes all the way back to we're hanging on to mom but we're letting go of grandma so mm-hmm. the lot six cow if you turn to lot six that holly cow is as good of a cow as i have ever had the privilege of being associated with as just a five-year-old what she has done has just been unreal we just got back her new genomically enhanced epds and they even blow away what's in the catalog oh wow! Um, we'll have those posted here in the next day or so and have copies of that on sale day but Holly is just one absolute beast of a cow. Um, when you think just pure cow power, top and muscle, and still good looking and long fronted, Swigert does an unbelievable job of picturing, but in that case, pictures don't do her justice. When you see the video of that one, um, that thing is just an unbelievable cow. Truly one of the, I think, the elite cows to sell anywhere in the country this fall. Where we are offering up just half interest in her and with the option to double up and take all of that one. And in that case, we'll retain some flushes. So we're looking forward to the future that that one has, not only here, but for our new partner on her. Um, or if they 
choose to take all of her. She is bred back to that Hampton bull, the 057 bull. That is the sire of the lot one heifer calf. Mm-hmm. Um, due here in October, and I just think that mating could be unreal. Oh wow! Yeah. So yeah, we are super super excited about that one, and I I truly think that uh, you could pay for that cow with that first calf. That I really think that mating is just going to be lights out. Mm-hmm. That cow has just done so much for us. Her dam uh, came from the Grandview herd down there in Alabama. Holly 332U is actually still kicking. I don't even know how old she'd be. I think she was an 08 model. Oh, wow. So yeah. I put her at 14 and it's still pumping them out. That's she's She's got longevity bred into her. Right. She's truly one of the elite 33Z daughters that there has ever been in the country. 33Z has done a heck of a job. Majority of the cows in the sale, again, are all 33Z or out of a Z son. Mm-hmm. But she is truly just one of those elite comes along not very often type of cows Mm -hmm. yeah that's kind of one of the downfalls of selling your five-year-olds isn't it (laughs) yep yep it it did uh trust me when when we do start going through the sale and i tell steve we're selling every five-year-old he says everyone (laughs) and i said yeah that's what we agreed to and you got to sell some good ones every now and then but yeah we're really looking forward to a new partner on her um, like I said, and they have the option to double up and take all over. And I, I just, the future that that cow has just being five years old, I think is, is endless. So I really think she's going to be a, one of the elite ones to sell this fall. Right. And I think we ought to note while we were on that lot one and, and on these calves, you guys took these pictures back early. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So, yeah. So if yeah. they're impressed with the calves now, mm-hmm. or uh, if they're looking at the catalog, just yeah. wait till, wait till they see them or wait till the videos. Yeah, yeah, we're going to be videoing all these calves again here on Thursday. Those pictures were taken before Hereford Junior National, so that was clear back middle of July, so we're going 45 days ago is when all these pictures were taken. So the fall calving cows have even bellied down more and are uttering up and are coming along, but these heifer calves have just taken off and have, I mean what 45 days on feed and working them does and so yeah they've changed a lot and we're really looking forward to getting those videos out here right and we've got two more really good prospects here in the 2a and the 2b yeah i kind of dug back in the tank when we were putting some embryos in last year and these 33 z's out of the 0125 donor are just super good calves and their pedigree's already proven sold a a full sib to these uh, it was a bull that Missouri State University bought from us several years ago. And then one of the cows in the sale last year was actually a flush sister to these that had raised two herd bulls and then went to Mark and Julie Cole. And they're super happy with how she's been doing. The 2A heifer is just super put together, so attractive. That, like I said, that picture really doesn't do her justice, especially after being on feet a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Um, that one's bold, sprung, and just got meat and muscle packed in her, but still so elegant and so good looking. The 2B heifer is maybe even a tick longer and almost freakier fronted. Mm-hmm. Just isn't quite as woofy as the 2A heifer, but also that 2B heifer was raised by a two year old recip cow. Oh, wow. We put those embryos, some of those in, some virgin heifers. So she was literally raised by just a two-year-old. But just all kinds of future. Time and feed is only going to be 
be their friend. I know one of the grandsons, Logan, he is really latched on to 2A. So if somebody were to buy her that doesn't have a showman, Logan would happily volunteer his <laughs> show stick for that one come next summer. And if you were to ask Steve, which would kind of be just the problem-free, guaranteed cow prospects out of the sale, he would tell you lot 2A and 2B. Mm-hmm. That cow at 12 years old is still pumping them out naturally. We've flushed her a lot. Um, we've got lots of daughters of her in the, in the herd. Um, that's just kind of a real problem for a big, massive cow. And Z has really, really worked good on her. Right. Isn't that so fun when you have those problem-free ones and they spit the good ones out? Yep. Just keep right on rolling them. So got a couple other uh, March females here in the in the 3A and the B. Yeah, yeah. So these are uh, these are out of our Ricky donor cow, um, a Harvey Dan Ricochet that goes back to an online female. Ricky has just done a tremendous job. Ricky is our just big, massive power cow, structurally so good. She's done a really good job of raising some calves. Actually, our pen of bulls most likely going to Oklahoma City this year are all out of her. Oh, wow. um, we've got a. Uh, flush brother to the entice we have another bell ringer and then she has a natural calf out of the 182 f bull so those are right now our pin of bull prospects would all be out of the ricky donor she's done such a good job the 3a heifer is sired by the Haroldson united bull that uh was supreme the very first year down there at cattlemen's congress in oklahoma city we got some semen from jason hoffman and there was no doubt which cow we were going to flush that to. And mm-hmm. that heifer calf is just so cowy and just so smooth made and big bodied and bold sprung and still elegant up front and just moves around great. You love how she's made at the ground. She's just super square and just going to be a tremendous cow prospect. Mm-hmm. She is a very typical of the kind of females that Ricky produces. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, the 3B, we also tested a little bit of the, the entice bull that upstream raised. And for that 3B heifer calf, it's got as much performance as you could pack into one. Mm-hmm. Just big legged and big hipped and just tons of grow to her. I don't even, I need to run her across the scale and tell you what that thing's weighing. But she's just got loads and loads of performance to her and still big rib caged and really long and good fronted. And, just a really good, real performance type of a heifer that's still got a really good look to her. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Yeah, the the ones that grow and still look good, you you got to appreciate those. Yeah, she's just going to be an unbelievable daughter, unbelievable female, and just there's not a lot of either of those sire groups out there yet. They're kind of two new sires that uh, are just kind of hitting the hitting the Hereford stage. But uh, so those will be some of the some of the first of those to, to sell this fall. Mm-hmm. And we got some Swagger heifers here in the four and five. Yep, yep. Adam brought us two really, really nice show heifer prospects, a master plan, and then one out of a bull that he, uh, he happened to, the lot five heifer, he pictured that bull for Prairie Rose and fell in love with him so much that he, uh, he got walking on him for a little bit, and that bull has done a really good job. Both of those heifers are just super long and extended and got that great front end, and just they're so long. I mean, from pole to tailhead, those girls are a mile long and just get out and move and will be super nice projects for some young kid. Right. Let's skip over to the lot eight. 
Yeah, so lot eight is another fall calver that really kind of follows that lot six cow. I mean, lot eight is just a pure power cow. I mean, huge footed, huge boned, big, big bellied, stout. She's pigmented up. She's freckle headed. She is sired by our 33Z78P son. That has done just a tremendous job for us. Those calves out of him have just that extra punch that 78P brings along. Just a really good one and and out of a really good T-bone cow that goes clear back to some of Steve's older breeding. That was way before my time, but just good old proven cows like her. Her grand dam, that 7150 cow, was around till she was, I think we finally got rid of her maybe last year or the year before. So she was around 12, 13 years. Um, there's a lot of longevity in that one, and that one's just a true power cow that will lay down and have a really, really good calf this fall. Right. A lot of these 33Zs because we got another one here in the lot 13. Yep, yep. Like I said, the uh, the Z daughters have done just a tremendous job for us, and the really special thing about lot 13 is – She's actually a three-quarter sib to the lot six cow. She is another 33Z out of a P606 that came from Grandview. A P606 out of an online, actually. And mm-hmm. I remember when I went down to Grandview's dispersal sale and picked out that 9015 cow, and that thing was just lights out good, and Z really worked well on that cow. I mean, perfect, perfect udder. Udder quality is just phenomenal. She's long as a freight train and freckle-headed and got a super really, really nice heifer calf on her side. And that's one that I'm really excited about that mating to 182F. All of our spring calving cows are serviced by the 182F bull and uh, what he's done for our operation and operations around the country. That's going to be a really, really exciting mating. Right. And then we've got the 33Z in the blood here on this. Uh, if you skip over and go to the lot 20. Yeah, lot 20, again, is another one out of the 33Z78P. And like I said, those those out of that 78P son just add a little extra punch and power. And that one is big boned and big hipped and just really big rugged made type of cattle that have a lot of pigment, really big goggle eyes and freckles and pigment even on her udder and she's got an awesome udder and the disposition on them is just second to none we couldn't get that girl to pick her head up for nothing in the picker <laughs> pen she's just a dadgum puppy dog so but that's another really good cow that just has that extra shot of power and dimension you know that guys are looking for and big foot and big legged and a really good cow that's produced really really well for us her mother, the 5063 cow, was actually one of the feature cows in last year's sale. So we're kind of selling down on that cow family, but we've got some more coming out of them still. And um, so, because her granddam, the 2130 cow, is actually still in production at 10 years old, spitting them out and doing a really good job. And so, yeah, we're uh, we're super excited about what that cow's done for us and what she'll do for her new, new owner. Right. Well, you know, Steve's kind of lucky that that maybe you came along a little later with the we're going to sell every five-year-old because some of these uh, seems like, you know, they keep going on. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you keep talking about these 12-year-old cows and these 10-year-old cows. So, man, one thing it does is is you guys are able to produce these again with with these older cows. And Mm -hmm. it just goes to show 
that, that when they buy these five-year-old cows, these things are going to last. Yeah, they really are. I mean, I think if you went back to on majority of these cows in the sale went to their mother or grandmother, I bet 80, 90% of those cows lasted till they were 10 plus years old. So, I mean, it's truly, there's a lot of longevity left in all these cows. I mean, all in their prime at five years old, they're going to, they're going to go on and last for a long time. And one thing I didn't mention to you this past year when we went to Oklahoma City, so out of our, the first, I call it the first sale, it's the sale when we started up, back in 2020, we had two guys come buy cows out of that sale. Mm-hmm. And uh, one guy spent, I believe, 4500 on a cow, and another guy spent maybe five grand on a cow. Their first calves that they had as owners of those cows produce two bulls that we took down into our pen down in Oklahoma City and then this spring we sold those bulls in our online bull sale. Mm-hmm. The one guy paid 4500 for that cow, sold a $6500 bull the first oh, wow. calf he had out of it. Awesome. The other guy spent about 5 grand on a cow, sold a $7500 bull out of the first calf they got out of. Wow. Cows that are going to make you money. Yes, they're going to make you money and a lot of them have made made the guys money back their first calf they've had. And that's just something else. You know, you get something out of the, any cows you buy from us. I need to be your first phone call because we'll help market them and do anything we can to help you guys make money. Oh, well, that's great. Great customer service. Yep. So you kind of skipped him on the initial, but let's not get off this page here as, as <laughs> we're on this page because this little guy, this Lot 21A just hit me and I was like, holy cow. Yep, yep. That's another one. That little guy is sired by a, a bull we bought from Ned and Jan Wards. And if anybody really knows a lot about Ned and Jan, they're they're the maternal cowy cow herd of the country. And to get a calf out of a Ned and Jan bull that has that kind of look is truly almost unheard of. Mm-hmm. That's just not what Ned and Jan are known for. But that little guy has got so much meat packed into him. Um, we did go ahead and steer that one. The steer deal in Illinois and for Land of Lincoln steers at Illinois State Fair just keeps getting hotter. And we've had several guys contact us about that. So he is uh, he's Land of Lincoln ready for the state of Illinois and will really be a competitive one, I think. I mean, that guy has just got so much meat stuffed into him and still that good of looking and sound moving and It'll really be fun this next summer for somebody. Right. Look, looking forward to seeing the video later on uh, mm-hmm. this week here from recording time. Yeah. So, Keaton brought you a good one here if we move down and we go to the lot 24. Yeah, yeah. My buddy Keaton again brought us uh, two really good cows. And this 1801 cow is the sensation out of an 88X. And uh, if you know anything about Hereford pedigrees, like that is about as maternal as you can get. This cow is moderate, is long, super good looking. I mean, I don't know that you could even paint a prettier udder and teat size than what this cow has. She's got extra pigment. She's got that cool spot on her cheek. And her bull calf that she's actually uh, got alongside of her is double bred 028X. So that is like heifer bull deluxe. You look at his EPDs, like you got a set of commercial heifers, set of Hereford heifers that you need to get bred. That dude is going to be a heifer bull deluxe, and he actually has spot on each side of his cheeks. He's double spotted. Um, 
and he's he's really put together good like i said that cow is right out of the top of keaton's herd and definitely donor quality she can go on and be a donor cow in somebody's operation because there, there's so many things you can do with that one you can breed her so many different ways with the with the epd profile and the low birth weight and stuff i mean you can do a lot of different things with that one that one will be a a true cell feature. Right. Still being quality enough that uh, mm-hmm. you can produce some show heifers out of her if you want to as well. Mm-hmm. You guys don't usually sell too many of these fall yearlings uh, in the sale, but as we move over to the lot 28 and 29, why you guys brought some fall yearlings here. Uh, got some Novembers that, uh, I, one, I don't know why you don't have a halter on her. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So both of these heifers were out of cows that we sold last year in the sale. Mm -hmm. Um, They were fall calvers that Jeff Barber from Indiana bought. Mm -hmm. And he called me later on this spring and was like, hey, what do you think about putting these sweet heifers back in the deal? And I was like, heck yeah. Like I said, we're here to help out our customers in any way. And uh, yeah, that lot 28, when she showed up to get her picture taken, I was like, well, good grief. I said, she might even just stick around here because... Like I said before, I love the senior yearling deal and breeding and feeding those senior yearlings to show. And that lot 28 could really, I think, could you could put you could put a halter on that one for next year for sure. And then uh, the lot 29 is really kind of an interesting bred one. The big bull that we had such success with last year and the senior yearling we did this year, that is a three-quarter sister oh, to her. That one is just a carbon copy of her great-grandmother the 4111 cow that thing is she's moderate smooth super cowy just big middled and sound moving and just gonna make one unbelievable cow and what that thing will do she will that one's gonna do nothing nothing but making money that one's just gonna have perfect utter quality she even goes back to a daughter of her mother so a maternal sister to the lot 29 was it was a 33z daughter that uh craig Kretzer bought out of our 2020 sale and if you were to see the bull calf that she had that she calved out this past year with that thing's only going to make you money that bull calf that craig got out of a maternal sister to her is wicked wicked good so yeah that 4111 cow family has done nothing but great things for us and like i said that one is truly going to be just a tremendous cow right Looks at it in the picture anyway, and uh, yeah, I, I like those cowy ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, cool. just super cowy, maybe a little shorter, got a little extra leather up uh-huh. front there, maybe not as sweet a looking as the Lot 28, but uh, just going to be a whale of a cow. Right. And then Crutzers brought you a, a donor here to, to round this thing out is the Lot 38. Yes, yes. Lot 38. Anybody that knows much about the Hereford breed knows the 54B cow of Hoffman's. 54B would be the mother to Montgomery and Deberard that were Denver champions. Um, The Prophet, just a lot of really, really good things. And this is a full sister to Mm -hmm. 54B. Craig was able to get her bought a couple of years ago, has flushed her extensively. She flushes very, very well. And then, uh, he got enough embryos out of her that he is going to offer her up. She's open, ready to flush. When he brought her up to get a video on her, I was just like in awe. Like that thing is so long, so smooth, and still got so much power and so sound moving. And yeah, that's truly a really good cow that somebody's gonna somebody can latch onto and and flush and get a lot of 
lot of good calves. And the marketing's done on them. What 54B has done, what her sister has done for Hoffman's. I mean, many, many high sellers, national champions, everything's come out of that 54B cow. So there's an opportunity to get a get a full sister to her. Right, get right in on it and, mm-hmm. and ready to do whatever you want. Yep, yep. Like I said, she's open and, and ready to flush. So, yeah, pick your bull out and, and have at it. Right. Well, that sounds awesome. Looks like a great lineup again this year for the sale on September the 10th. And, again, that is out in Chrisman, Illinois at the Lorenzen Farms. And, man, just excited for you guys again. And, and man, I hope we can make it up there. I'm not sure what we got going on, but uh, – I sure would yeah, like yeah, we sure there. love to have you. Even though we don't have any black ones, we can <laughs> maybe uh, maybe get some red ones in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're you know we're always in the market for something a little bit different. So uh, yep, yep. But and man, what a what a great place it, it sure seems like to to come get good ones. And and the past history speaks for itself from, from what you guys have done. And and these guys have taken these cows and turned around and made money out of them. And uh, just uh, really commend you guys on on what you do with that. Yeah, yeah, and that that's our whole idea. You know, we uh, we're in the business to make our customers money, and so like I said, anything we can do to help market any calves out of anything you get, anything like that, that's what we're here to do. So we're here to help you guys grow and get better as we're trying to grow our herd and be able to bring more stuff to you guys, and so. That's what we're here to do, and we'll help you out in any way. And like always, we stand behind these things 100%. Any issues, any problems, give me a call. We will make it right, guaranteed. Right. The, hence the name Striving for Integrity. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, I was a little I was a little shocked to see that up there again because Steve kind of uh, – didn't he harass you a little bit about, you know, I <laughs> thought we already had integrity. Yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> he did. He did. And trust me, the grandson, the, the jokester grandson, Connor, he's, he's always like, well, are we striving? Does that mean we don't have it yet or what? And I'm like, well, no, we, we like to think we do, but we're all – you can't ever strive for too much of it. You're exactly right. Adam, anything else we need to know about this sale, about these cattle? Uh, anything before we wrap this one up? I don't think so. Like I said, all the cattle are here at the farm, and if anybody's around before the sale, just give me a call. I'll be glad to show you what you've got. And like I said, you uh, don't be afraid to call me. Um, any of the guys listed in the catalog, if you can't make it sale day, again, it's on liveauctions.tv, or just give anybody a call. We'll be glad to help you out any way we can. Right. Well, that sounds great. Man, Adam, I appreciate it very much. Appreciate your time. Appreciate you going through these cattle uh, with us. And I uh, can't wait for this podcast video to come out and everybody can see these as you talk about them. And uh, just excited for you guys. Yep, I appreciate it, sir. All right. Well, we appreciate you. And we appreciate you listening to another edition of Before the Good Talk.